This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. When you get that person on the line, ask them, say, I've got a news release, who do I send it to? They will tell you. If there is more than one email, they will tell you that. And then I would also go a step further. And I would say, well, uh, for this or other news releases that we want to send, what's the best time of day? That's a portion of our webinar, Finding Your Local Media, in which Susan Keaton and I step you through the process of how to contact and promote your story to the media in your community. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at wqa.org, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 177. If you're joining us for the first time, we are glad you're here. Welcome. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. We're publishing this on July 15th of 2020. In this episode, we feature a segment of a WQA Essentials webinar, which was designed to help you understand and reach out to your newspaper, TV, and radio stations so that you can become a valued news resource and promote your business in your community. Later, we'll get a regulatory update from Kathleen Burbage. Plus, I'll have our WQA tip. Now, on to finding your local media on WQA Radio. going to help you out here how to find your local media so i just uh, decided to go to back to my hometown rockford illinois here and not not uh, literally but figuratively here on the website and look for just type in a search media in rockford illinois and this is what the wikipedia page came up so um this is the kind of thing that you could do in your community as well i'm going to click on that and hopefully we'll go to the actual wikipedia page here we are and you can see here that what this is offering is information all about local radio stations, first of all. Some of them are going to be, here's the format over here, if you can see the different formats here, classic hits and Christian and oldies and whatnot. But some may have a talk format. Here's one that has some news talk uh, in, in its format as well. That potentially, depending on, again, if you listen and figure out whether or not there is a talk show opportunity, that might be something for you to contact. Again, going back to consolidation, we have fewer and fewer actual news operations right. anymore. Uh, so here we go with uh, with AM radio, and that's still where the bulk There's of the news talk is. We have mm -hmm. WROK, News and Talk. We also have Talk Out of South Beloit here, WBEL. All right. It's also a Spanish language uh, station, it looks like, too. So if you right. speak right. another language, that would be great. Then we get into TV. So let me just click on um, on one of these stations here, WIFR, that's a CBS affiliate. If I go down here and look for the website and I click on the website, I can then go and take a look at their website and see what they are covering for their news. And most of these stories were on their news shows probably the day before or from that morning. Mm -hmm. 
you can play the video clips right here. But if you go down to the bottom of the website, and this is going to be the case for most media, newspaper as well, and Susan's going to get to that in a minute, you'll find in the footer, you'll find places to contact people. So if you'll see news tips here is one opportunity. And then about and contact, and I'm going to click on about and contact. And up comes the entire news team. And along the right-hand side here, do you see the contact WIFR? Here's where we have some contacts that would be helpful if I were trying to reach the editors or reporters involved. Now, first of all, you see this name here, the news director? I would not reach out to the news director. This is the person who's kind of the high-level chief of the operation. They're doing budgets, they're doing uh, all kinds of high-level strategic thinking, and they're not going to do day-to-day -day stories. The people you want to reach out to are the story ideas here, news at WIFR.com. And you can also see that, well, it looks like that's the main place. Uh, here's the other one for news, the same, the same website, news at WIFR.com. And in addition, you can see more information about each of these people. So if you happen to know that some of these reporters were out there covering the news and some of the anchors in a smaller market actually do still do some reporting. Right. They might be somebody you could reach out to individually. Don't worry about the Washington, D.C. Bureau. That's probably coming in through a network feed and they would not be the kind of uh, contact to make. Now, I would think the best way you would know who to contact at a TV station would be because you watch their newscast and you have an idea of the kinds of stories they cover, right? And who does things. I mean, there exactly. may be little features on Business of the Week or there may be a charity coverage, you know, of a group building a playground or doing something for uh, filling sandbags for a flood or whatever. That's right. And we also see the term down here, multimedia journalist and producer. Ah. A producer in TV is generally somebody who is getting the information for a reporter and helping to package up the story that the reporter is going to actually oh. uh, voice on the air. The multimedia journalist, not sure exactly in this particular case how that person functions, Allison here. But my guess is she is charged with coming up with a variety of ways to make that information that they have available online, mm -hmm. in their blog, uh, perhaps a shortened version of the TV story that got put into another video form. Right. There's just a number of different ways that their information can be packaged nowadays, and it all falls under the umbrella of multimedia. Right. They probably also have uh, social media as well. So they'll exactly. have a Facebook page or whatever, exactly. Instagram. So this is a general way to reach out to a local TV news shop. And if you don't see information about, okay, here's where to send a story or here's where to send a news release, at least take a look at the phone number right here. This number right here. That's the number to call the news department. Mm -hmm. Who should you ask for? I would ask for the assignment desk or the assignment editor. When you get that person on the line, ask them, say, I've got a news release. Who do I send it to? They will tell you. If there is more than one email, they will tell you that. 
And then I would also go a step further and I would say, well, uh, for this or other news releases that we want to send, what's the best time of day? Um, do you care whether it's an email or do you, I mean, do you still take faxes or, or what, just what, what form are you looking for? And um, also, can I call you with news? No, they'll probably say, we'd rather have it emailed. Yeah, that's true. You're going to find that, um, I, I know that the decision study that I mentioned earlier uh, talked about how uh, people still want something written. You know, they, they prefer to have it emailed, but if you do a news release or a, an invitation or a fact sheet of some kind, that's the kind of thing they want to yeah. see. And the great thing about a news release is that it, it lends some credibility to your news pitch. Mm -hmm. If you just simply sent an email that said, I'm Joe Blow, president of the XYZ company, and I have a story about PFAS, that's not going to go nearly as far as a news release that explains what it is that you're trying to communicate. Right. And it's on your company letterhead and maybe you have your WQA membership uh, logo on there or exactly your professional right. certification, whatever. Right. And, mm -hmm. and all of that lends to your authority and ability to speak as, a, as an expert, which is really what this is all about. You have expertise. You're trying to get that expertise across. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's move on. Where should we go next? Back. Well, as far as radio stations, Wes, would that no. be the same uh, producer would be the person you'd look for? Well, very similar, very or? similar. But the words take on a little different meaning. Mm -hmm. You're looking to find out, first of all, what the opportunities are. Do they have a local talk show? Mm -hmm. If you if they have a local talk show and they interview local community residents, then you'd want to contact the producer of the show. The producer is a little different function in radio. That's the person who actually uh, works in the backgrounds to in the in the background to get that show off the ground, so to speak. They're working on behalf of the host. They book the guests. They uh, arrange the interviews. Okay. If it's a news story and you're pitching that news department and they have a news department, mm -hmm. then it would be the either the news desk, news assignment editor, news editor, possibly the news director, because in radio things are not nearly as hierarchical yeah. in radio. Yeah. And the news director is probably the morning anchor and is probably the guy picking up the phone when you call <laughs> yeah. or, or the, the woman. Okay. So, the, so, but what are the, maybe, you know, let's go back to some real basic things here. Um, you can get a radio station or a radio story done by simply a telephone interview. TV, they're probably going to have to send a crew to your business to shoot a video. Right. Um, they're looking for pictures, and, and radio obviously doesn't have them. And uh, yet, on the other hand, some radio reporters will go so far as to create video of the stories that they are covering for their website. For the website, that's right. Everybody's uh, yeah. a multimedia journalist uh, these days. So the fact that you yeah. think that the radio station isn't isn't interested in your, oh, I don't know, some factory tour um, or shop tour. No, they might very well be, and they might put something like that on, on their website, even though they can't put it on their radio uh, program, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, and do we want to move on to a newspaper? 
Yeah. Now I looked at your um, at this uh, list of Rockford area media, and I was going to go to the Rockford newspaper and and uh, show people how to demonstrate uh, demonstrate how to find a contact there. But um, actually, I ran into something called a paywall, mm-hmm. um, which is very common these days, especially at newspaper sites. Um, you all know if you've tried to read something that was in the New York Times or the Washington Post that that they're now trying to go back and and uh, they want you to subscribe to the newspaper or subscribe to the online version. Um, and most newspapers have that. And so uh, that's what happened when I looked there. So we decided instead to look at, uh, at the local newspaper that I do subscribe to, um, the uh, Neighborville Sun. And this is the, it's owned by the Chicago Tribune. So that's why you, you see Chicago Tribune at the top. Um, Here we are. Okay, so here's their homepage. Um, and uh, again, a, a subscription to, especially an online subscription, is not very expensive and it's a, it's a wonderful investment in your business to be involved in your local community. Um, so uh, on the left here, I see top stories and, um, and I see a story by Aaron Hegarty. And if you wanna just click on that headline, uh, Wes, to get to that story, I'll show you a real easy way that um, the Naperville Sun has. Now, I happen to know that from reading the paper that Erin writes about local business. She writes about uh, city council decisions um, and that sort of thing. Um, she's one of only two or three actual local reporters there. So I, I kind of know what she does. If you look at her byline, the part where it says by Erin Haggerty, it says contact reporter right there on the right. Um, oh. Well, you cl- you I, clicked on the left, and what, what that does is it calls up her other stories, which okay. is a great way to see, okay, all right, so she's written a story about the Park District. She's written a story about uh, Ramadan. She's uh, written about the Children's Museum, the Neighborhood. So you kind of get an idea of the kind of story she covers. Okay. But if you just want to go back uh, to the page you were on before, um, so right there next to her name, it says contact reporter. That's the easiest way right there. It just it's going to take you to her email. Okay. So um, in this particular case, it wants to open up email to send her. Right. So message. we'll just okay. we'll just uh, get out of that. Okay. Also, if you go to the very bottom yep. uh, of this article, it'll are. take us just a second here to, and we get a lot of ads. Sorry. Yep. Um, You'll see that again. Here is her email address. So I could just copy this. You and, could copy and that. Put that into my own email. You could. Yeah. There's also her Twitter handle. Okay. Um, you'll see that a lot of times too, and that's a great way to to. Um, now we go to her Twitter uh, page, and um, here you can see her feed is. She posts a lot of her own stories, of course. Um, you might find that also on her if you looked her up on Facebook and followed her on Facebook. Um, but you also sometimes will find things there. In addition to breaking news, you will find things where maybe Aaron's working on a story about downtown Naperville expansion or, or a project. And she might actually ask if you have a business in downtown Naperville and, and you know, uh, can comment about this topic. Here's a kind of an interesting thing is that a lot of reporters will tweet about a, a certain event while it's happening. So right. do you see all of these tweets here? Mm-hmm. If you go down and, and think of this in reverse order, yeah. it appears as though she's at a meeting, pretend, right. potentially city council, mm-hmm. and she is tweeting step by step what 
the council is doing. Right. And she's posting these tweets. So anybody who's following her on a given evening or given day mm -hmm. could follow along with her tweets and right. then return here to this page to see more of them and to see kind of a, uh, an, you know, a compilation of these, which mm -hmm. she will then put into her own story later on. Some of the information that she's putting in the tweets may not make it into the story. So there's a certain amount of sausage making that you can see here. <laughs> we, you, we used to refer to that as yeah, uh, you right. know, sausage making when you're actually putting together the story uh -huh. that most readers are not going to know. Well, in this case, you actually do get a, a taste of that right? Uh, because these, these are notes that she's taking at the time the meeting is going on. Not the easiest thing to do, by the way. No, it's to, not. To keep the, the tweets going. It's very, as we said, reporters these days are extremely busy. And Aaron, as the, the Naperville Sun only publishes three days a week, but Aaron usually has at least one front page story every time, and usually two. And then there's usually some, some short stories inside. So she's very busy. So imagine, imagine yeah. if she were covering a story about water, mm -hmm. happened to pick up the phone and get a call from you, the business, the local water dealer, and put a quote in one of these tweets because she had spoken to you. Right. That may not make it into a news story, but it's here on her news feed, and that could get picked up and seen by somebody else. Right. Offering, again, third-party validation yep. for what you do. And that was a portion of a WQA Essentials webinar on finding your local media. Full webinar available on our website. Just go to wqa.org slash webinars and check it out. This is Kathleen Burbage, WQA's Global Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager with your regulatory update. Denver, Colorado has been working on addressing lead in drinking water by seeking approval for a trial lead service line replacement program. As part of the program, the city has developed an online platform with dashboards to show data collected during the 15-year replacement project and the initial trial lasting three years. Residents with homes having possible lead service lines will be offered a pitcher and filter kit. The online platform is set up to deliver educational materials along with the pitcher and filter kits and voucher codes at no cost to the residents during the project's trial. This is a new and innovative idea for providing filters by a city during projects like lead service line replacements. I am Kathleen Burbage for WQA Radio. And now our WQA tip. Continue to check out the coronavirus resources on the WQA website. We've got new information on the Paycheck Protection Program and other resources, a video that steps you through the various pages. We've got a, a resource called COVID-19 and Drinking Water. All of this is available at wqa.org slash coronavirus. Education is available as well. Our live virtual education sessions that were held in April are all recorded and available for on-demand playback. You'll be able to see the recorded sessions throughout the year by going to wqa.org slash convention, clicking on the education tab. If you did not register for convention or for those sessions, you can still do so. Uh, they are terrific resources for you and your entire team. And uh, even better deal, join WQA. Become a member now and you'll get free access to all of that terrific education. Again, join now for access to that great education. Go to wqa.org 
membership. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.